Hi guys, happy Thursday and welcome to Unapologetic Live. Today we're going to be talking about an issue that's probably going to get a lot of you heated. We're going to be asking the question, is the D Michigan Department of Education hiding the fact that some of their students are gender transitioning from the student's parents? Also, are children being shown pornography in American schools? We'll be answering all that and more with a very special guest on the show. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Unapologetic Live. It is Thursday, and I have a feeling you guys already know the answers to the questions that I, you know, gave to you at the beginning of the show. But we are going to get into a couple of these stories, one surrounding the Michigan Department of Education and the other surrounding material that your children could be watching in schools. And today we have a special guest, the CEO of PragerU, Marissa Streit. It's good to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you. So I, I like to have you on when we talk about subject matters like this because you have your your pulse, you know, your finger on the pulse of, of American education. Uh, why is that? Why do I have the finger on the pulse when it comes yeah, to education? Why do you care? Like, Well, first of all, I'm a former educator. I think in some ways I'm still an educator because I think PragerU is one of the largest educational institutions uh, in the world right now. But I also used to run a school myself. Mm -hmm. I used to teach every single grade, actually in California, kinder through seventh grade. And I have three little kids under the yeah. age of nine. And so I'm constantly involved looking at what is happening. And then, you know, our viewership predominantly our parents. And so mm -hmm. they send in emails and evidence of what is happening in schools across America. And I'm sad to report that the problems are not just in California or in New York, but we're seeing these things happening everywhere. I just right. exposed uh, a massive piece about what is happening in Salt Lake City with mm -hmm. the uh, drag queen hours that are happening over there. And so, you know, Kids are my passion. Truth is my passion. And sadly, right now in our country, there's a lot of work to be done on both fronts. Yeah, I mean, that's that's certainly true. And you guys know I don't have kids at the moment. I'm 22 and I'm kind of lucky I don't have kids right now because I think I'd be pulling my hair out with stress. <laughs> well, you're lucky as long as we don't stop it from getting worse. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, in, in, in 10 to 20 years from now, when, when this is all happening and I hopefully have kids by that point, uh, I'm hoping that we've gotten ourselves out of this mess First, let's talk about the mess that we're in. Uh, Chris Rufo, who you guys know and love, who is constantly keeping up with things like critical race theory and gender theory in schools, tweeted out yesterday, the Michigan Department of Education instructed public school teachers how to facilitate child sexual transitions and recommended that teachers keep a child's, quote, chosen name and pronouns, end quote, a secret from parents, even if the child is suicidal and it's all on video. Uh, before we get into the video, are you surprised to hear things like this anymore? I'm not surprised, but I'm really sad. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's obviously very scary. There was another incident here in California. We know Harmeet Dillon is representing um, a Californian family of a mother of a sixth grader who mm -hmm. has been really groomed to transition and not to tell her parents out of the supposed fear that her parents would not support the school and the child uh, in, in her uh, wish to become a boy. And so we know that when the schools or the government are telling children um, that they shouldn't tell their parents what is happening uh, at these institutions, it's uh, it's a scary place to be in. Right. And you'll, you'll hear a lot of people, particularly people who happen to be quite progressive, go, oh, it never happens. You guys are making up extreme instances where, uh, you know, this is not happening with your typical child. We had another story just a couple weeks back about a father by the name of Wendell Perez in Florida, who is now suing uh, his school board because his daughter 
expressed that she was having confusion with her gender, suicidal ideation, and he didn't end up finding out about this until his 12-year-old daughter attempted to hang herself in a school bathroom. Uh, so these are the conversations that we're having. These are the real-life ramifications of this sort of ideology. And let's get into this video from the Michigan Department of Education for you guys to listen to it and hear it for yourselves. How is liability affected if a student dies by suicide and parents did not know the student's chosen name or pronouns were being used at school? You know, if you have a kid who's like, you know, if you're sort of into that area of like, you're going to hurt yourself or somebody else and you have a duty to report. I mean, the law is really clear about yeah. that. You can also talk to parents, though, without out about like that your kid is having suicidal thoughts without outing them, without saying why. Um, you can say we have some concerns. Your 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 child has shared this. Um, I would a thousand percent recommend a working with the student to let them guide that process. Hmm. What is your thoughts hearing that as a, as a parent and just as a person <laughs> living in this society? Honestly, I, I'm actually experiencing physical pain listening mm -hmm. to this. There's nothing worse for a child to hear that they should keep a secret from their parents, mm -hmm. the family that they live in. I mean, the fact that there is a message from the schools, from our culture to tell kids to keep secrets from their parents and that they should be living living with that kind of burden every single day, mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 just painful to hear. It, yeah, it's terrible. It is truly terrible, and I think uh, something that needs to be acknowledged in this is that you know whether or not they're going to acknowledge it or not, they've expressed the relationship that gender confusion has to suicide. And I don't think maybe that's something that they intended to do in making this video. But she just said, you can tell parents that their child is experiencing depression or suicidal ideation and you don't have to tell them why. Meaning that the gender confusion is directly linked to suicide, which is something they've denied for, for so very long. I can't imagine being a parent who has this has their child go through this and then finds out a school kept something so pivotal as a chosen name and pronouns away from them. I mean, you have to wonder what are the rights of the parents anymore these mm -hmm. days, right? I mean, I think this is part of the issue with big government is that they're robbing our rights of even raising our very own children. And so, I mean, the fact that another incident that, that we know about is that parents don't have the right to know what is the curriculum in the school, or at mm -hmm. least they do have the right if they file a FOIA. But the way these schools are acting is as if they can change curriculum on you in the middle of the year. They can claim that they're teaching sex education, but actually show pornography to students in class without right. actually giving any sort of warning to the parents. And when people try to push against that, like, for example, Governor DeSantis, who tried to push against the sexualization of of kids in schools. And actually, all he really tried to advocate for is that parents will be notified that these kids are going to get exposed to these, you know, topics. Mm -hmm. The schools and and the culture just went and attacked him. And so, like, where, where are the parents out there who actually want to have at least the right to know what is going on, the right. right to make decisions with regards to their children? I mean, aren't we all about rights? And so, but we're actually giving away our rights if we're allowing these in institutions to take them away from us. Right. And that's where I think coming up, we're going to see a whole bunch of parents coming to bat for their children. And it's really going to shift the way that this country is, is taking on 
on education, is taking on corporations, is taking on everything in life. And just to let you guys know, the Michigan Department of Education was made aware of this video being released and has defended its actions uh, in terms of keeping this away from parents and, and saying that they're doing the, their best to respect all children. Now, it's not the only thing we're going to talk about today. Marissa, you brought some books with you. I brought some horrific books because yeah. I'll tell you, one of the things you mentioned earlier is that people think that when we're exposing these things, these are fringe instances that mm. we're exaggerating, that it's not actually happening in wholesome communities. And that is, in fact, not true. It is mm. becoming so mainstream because not enough people are fighting this evil. And when good people don't fight evil, more evil occurs. And so I, I, I started this horrific co collection. I hate that I have to financially sponsor these publishers. Uh, but this book, for example, uh, it's perfectly normal. You know, I call it, it's perfectly sick. Mm. This is uh, a book that is actually geared for 10 year olds and up. And so 10 year olds, that's fourth grade. In fourth grade. And so this is a, a sex ed curriculum. There is horrific images in here. I'll share them with you later. Um, you mm -hmm. can see them up on the screen. Yeah. We can and, sort of describe. You know, I, I posted this on, uh, on, on my Instagram page just the other day. And I started getting messages from people, mostly that this is sick. But I also got some messages from people who were saying, well, Marissa, I thought that you were against censorship. I mean, really? Like, why would you <laughs> censor little kids from seeing... Uh, perfectly normal acts because, you know, parents having sex and people having sex is a natural thing. And mm. so we should therefore not censor it from children. I'm like, oh, my God, America is just losing its mind. Right. It's just losing its mind. It's lost right. its values. And now it's lost its mind. Yeah. Why not also go and talk to kids about murder and show them horror movies? Why not also uh, talk about the Bible in school, which is something that teachers are also not allowed to do? There are several things that within the realm of public education, particularly with young kids, you are not allowed to do. And to think that pornography is not going to be one of those things blows my mind. I mean, this is illustrated pornography. Yep. And so this is for fourth grade. And then you continue. I have actually a printout. Robbie Starbucks was talking about this on his page. Uh, Agents, the video that went viral. And so this book, this is a printout from a book for um, eighth graders. And so mm -hmm. eighth grade and up. And it talks about how parents should be encouraged to have sex in front of their children, uh, that they should, you know, breastfeed and have sex at the same time in front of their babies. No, you're I kidding mean, me. This is just sick. Wow. It is absolutely sick. And so even if it's not having happening in your own kid's school, which, by the way, it might be happening and you might not be aware of it. Mm -hmm. But even if it isn't, does it not matter to you what is the society that is being groomed around your child? Right. Let's say it's happening in the school down the street. That school down the street is going to raise kids that are going to directly impact your own children. Yes. This is why we can't just keep our head in the sand and say, well, let me just make sure that I raise a good kid. Mm -hmm. We need to raise a good society so that our kids will grow up into a good world. Yes. And, you know, even it even crossed my mind when we first started talking about these things and, the, and whether or not grooming is the right word. You know, I'm like, how many schools could possibly be engaging in this? I actually recently went and did a speech in Arizona and a mom walked up to me and I'll show the screenshot of this book on Google. It's called George. She starts flipping through this book. She goes, you know, uh, my my uh, my fifth grader came and found this at the library in his school. And you start flipping through it and it seems sort of oh, innocuous. There's a young boy named George and is some character you're supposed to relate to. And suddenly it just gets increasingly more pornographic. And I mean, in detail, uh, something these kids have access to in their local library. Unbelievable. Uh, I, what's unbelievable is the type of impact that it's going to have on these kids as they grow up. Mm-hmm. 
And so these are a lot of the things that I like to talk about. You know, I know we're going to talk a little bit about some of uh, some of the topics that I cover in my show. Yes. But, you know, what can parents do? What can um, people who are so passionate about the safety and the education of our children, the the health of our community and our society in America, what can we do to stop this kind of stuff? Sure. And, you know, whether it's the sexualization of our children, the victimization of our society, you know, ha- encouraging people to kind of win this victim bingo race mm-hmm. um, and just, you know, the, the complete madness that we're experiencing everywhere, not just in the coastal cities, but really in all the metro cities, I think this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we got to do something about it. Yes, it's it's not unbeatable. And I'll tell you, so many parents who have seen this stuff happen and felt helpless and decided, no, what? I'm, you know, I'm going to go say something about this. I'm going to find the person responsible and I'm going to, you know, take them to task about it. And change does happen. You know, when you no longer have kids attending your schools or you have parents filling up your school board meetings, something has to be done. And you did mention you you are sort of having conversations surrounding these subject matters. And I think one of the most important things we can do is have conversations about what is happening. You have a new show coming out called Real Talk. Uh, and you're, you're bringing on people who are discussing uh, this and the like. You know, uh, what is that show? Who's coming on it? What are you hoping to accomplish with it? So the reason I wanted to launch this show is because people come through the doors of PragerU that are you know, they may not be famous, but they're very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I get to learn so much from them. And sometimes it's actually the not so famous people that are in the front lines on the in the trenches, really seeing firsthand what is being taught in schools, what is happening to the safety and security of our country. Um, You know, who is actually running to buy guns these days? Is it really only conservatives? Or is it the secret liberals in in Hollywood? Mm -hmm. And so I think that the truth matters and hearing the truth from people who are directly experiencing what what society is uh is dealing with with right now is incredibly interesting to me and i think could be really interesting to to our audience and so i'm having authentic real conversations mm-hmm. in the least sensationalist way i just mm-hmm. want the truth um and i hope that our audience will will grow from that experience as well yeah and your so your first episode comes out friday tomorrow guys uh who's your first guest and what are you talking about so i've had a couple of uh shows that we've released so far. Okay. So I, I, we did one with Jakub Buyans who fights sex trafficking, mm-hmm. specifically in America. And we talked about what is the issue downstream from sexualizing our children in school, right? And so what happens to these 10-year-olds that are watching illustrated pornography in school? And what what is that going to happen when they're, wh- what's going to happen to our society when these kids are 18, 20 years old? Mm-hmm. You know, why Why is America the largest consumer of pornography in the world right now? Right. And so, uh, and why is child porn becoming interesting to people? Well, a lot of it is because what is happening in our education system and what we're doing to these little kids and their these little boys' brains and girls' brains when, mm-hmm. when we expose them to this kind of stuff. And so that was one show that we had done. Um, another show that... Uh, uh, we released already was with a person who runs a security company here Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. And we talked about guns Mm -hmm. and uh, gun laws and really how effective are these gun laws if you're living in society, in a society, in a a state that actually doesn't enforce any laws whatsoever. You know, we're, we're living in California and they're pushing, you know, have more gun laws, have more gun laws. And, and literally we have laws that are not being enforced. And so Mm -hmm. what, what good is that? And, you know, I asked the question as a parent, 
why can't we have armed guard in front armed guards in front of uh, our schools and and why would anybody have a problem with that and so that was another episode that we had done um i sat down with one of my really good friends kim kiwasaki mm-hmm. and we talked about whether there is a glass ceiling and if people are thinking that there is a glass ceiling how can they break it sure. because i do believe that it can be broken even if it does exist and you've done it <laughs> uh, i've done it kim has done it and so um, you know, we talk about that and just the importance of um, personal reliance mm-hmm. when it comes to money, how important right. it is to understand money and have the confidence to invest um, and and grow your financial portfolio. So we talked about that. Amazing. And, uh, you know, many other subjects that I think more people are having uh, behind closed doors. I'd love to have them publicly so that people can be inspired. Right. So you'll be talking about all different facets of life and, and things that people are might maybe thinking about, but but haven't heard from from real unique people about uh, their stories and, and what they're doing and what they have to offer. Um, where can people find the show? PragerU.com. Don't watch our stuff only on social media. Don't Mm -hmm. allow the kings of social media to decide what you get to see and what you don't get to see. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, please subscribe to PragerU directly to watch your show, to watch my show and to watch all the content that we make. Amazing. Marissa, thank you so much for being on and and talking to me about these issues. And I cannot wait for people to catch up with Real Talk. And again, you can check that out at PragerU.com. So Marissa, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you like this video or you learned something new today, please like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time we post a new video for you guys. And every single time we go live, that is normally 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Also, we have an email list now. If you want to sign up for unapologetic updates, get an exclusive monthly video from moi hear about when merch is coming out when our new personal discord for you guys is coming out you'll get all of that by signing up for the email list plus you're protecting us from censorship we'll still be able to contact you and talk to you thank you so much for watching and marissa thanks again